Hi everybody, it is Veronica and this is BNI the Australian Story Podcast and this is episode four. I'm here with our executive director, director Mr. Brent Edwards. G'day Veronica, welcome everyone. Looking forward to uh, another episode this week and thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of downloads from our episodes so far, so we're getting really good feedback from what we're doing. It's actually been incredible. So from the numbers we can see, it's actually doubling every week, which really shows how much our BNI members are enjoying the different stories of success from members all around Australia. Well, one of the amazing things I heard today was um, I was at a, at a startup chapter and someone played the podcast to of episode number one, to a uh, which was um, a Lisa the cleaning business yep. to a potential visitor for their chapter wow. and they're coming next week. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> so she's inspiring, even three weeks after the fact. Yeah, unbelievable. That's fantastic for all of our, our listeners today. If you haven't uh, learned all there is to know about BNI Australia, it's built on a powerful and collaborative business model, which is all about relationships, which are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. And BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation. Our service is designed to offer Melbourne's uh, our members. The opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts, and most importantly, business referrals. So Brent, would you like to introduce our guest today? Well, it gives me my pleasure to introduce our guest today. And this person is a, um, you know, an old sea dog, old BNI sea dog has been around for a long time <laughs> like, uh, like I have. So I can relate to a lot of things. And uh, we had a really good conversation over the phone about you know the old days of BNI, but we've got Richie McGuinness on the line, and he's a mortgage broker from the Sunshine Coast. His business is Absolute Lending Solutions. He's a 17-year member of BNI. Wow! So just think about that—17 years of this—and he's a member of BNI Business Sunrise there, which is comes under the uh, comes under the banner of uh, Robin Charity Warburton, who are really good friends of mine. So um, welcome, Richie. So uh, welcome along to the podcast. Good morning and thanks for having me. Hi, Richie. Tell us a little How bit about you? the weather up there on the Sunshine Coast today. Uh, the weather's just about perfect now. We have had a heap of rain, but uh, yeah, we're about an hour north of Brisbane. So surrounded by beaches, it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, fantastic. So 17 years in B&I, it's a long time. And when we had a chat, we, we spoke about the old management at the time. So we always ask everyone, how did you find out about BNI and how you were introduced to it? I, I was actually a member of, um, an, uh, what would I say, a, a, a sort of um, a networking group that was just run week by week, more or less, and it folded. And a few of us members heard about a chapter starting up here on the Sunshine Coast, so I'm actually a foundation member of wow. the Business Sunrise chapter from 17 years ago. And I think there was only about six members of us when we first met on the first day. So it started from very low infancy and we had to go out and build it up from that. And uh, things have just gone on for the 17 years. Yeah. How, how many members do you have now, Richie, in that chapter? We've got 21 at the moment. Yeah. We're having a visitor's day in a couple of weeks to hope to uh, build it up again. Fantastic. All right, mm. So, wow, you know, 17 years... What's kept you going? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of members who'd like to know every time their membership comes up every year. Look, look I think there's a couple of things. Look, number one thing um, is, of course, 
even though it's a giver's gain concept, yes, you do make money out of it. You make very good money out of it. You help other people make money out of it. But I think the biggest thing that keeps me going is the relationships, personal and business, that I've made over 17 years. And just the ability that myself as a finance broker, I can refer my customers to um, to other members as an accountant, solicitors, whether they become a customer or not, they can get advice from those people and that makes me look really good as well. So you're a very, what we call, a pretty popular profession within B&I being a finance broker. Very they popular are, profession. Yeah. So, um, and we have a lot of people who actually you know, are trying to get into groups as finance brokers and they, they really can't understand why they can't get into an existing chapter because we're profession exclusive and uh, you know you guys it works so well for you you just you know you just stay there and keep on working it i think you'll find a lot of the uh, finance brokers as well uh, uh, like me that they're a sole operator or they might be a sole operator just with a personal assistant for me bni all of a sudden becomes your your sales meeting every week because it's pretty hard to have a sales meeting with one person <laughs> Um, so yeah, just, no it, resistance to your self. ideas, though. Pardon? No resistance to your ideas. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is a sales meeting, and whether it's an electrician, whether it's a plumber that comes up with an idea that you hear at B and I, it's amazing how many times you can apply that to your own industry. Now, our organisation has evolved, you know, you know, so much in the last seventeen years. What do you think is the biggest sort of change that you thought, well, this has really transformed what we do? Oh, look, I think the education, the CEU, the podcast, uh, the BNI University, I actually had to do something on it yesterday. Uh, when we first started, it was it was really uh, self... Well, it is still self-promotion, but there, there wasn't that support behind you that we've got now with the education and everything like that. We never had a website when we started 17 years ago, so so that it was fairly simple back in those days, even though it was only 17 years ago. So you wouldn't have had the BNI app when you first started? We certainly didn't have the BNI app. That's what probably was an app? the last two to three years. <laughs> what yeah. was an app in 2003 or it was? Would it be 2003? 2002, 2003, yeah. yeah. No one knew what an app was. One of well, the... we didn't have an iPhone. We had, we had Nokia 3310s back then. <laughs> that's and it. We played Snake that's on them in our spare time. <laughs> yeah. One of the... but, but I think the continuing education is certainly uh, enables a lot of people to get a lot of education that they probably normally wouldn't get. Yeah, well, you know, and we find a lot of people actually become a part of BNI for the referrals and to grow their business, but then they find all about all this personal development that they get yeah. as part of it. And yeah. the education really becomes, you know, important. We always say you stop learning, you stop earning, and uh, that's why it's a core value of what we do in BNI. Yeah. But um, the reason why we, well, the real reason why we got you here was on the podcast today was through BNI you're able to leverage an opportunity in another business and you're able to set up a business in North America through your contacts in BNI, which is a we, bit different from what you do. So um, can you tell us a little bit about that? So we had uh, a business partner and I. We, uh, he was actually a BNI member as well, but unfortunately he's had to resign. But um, we had the opportunity to sell 10-inch mini BMX bikes into the US, which was... A little bit of a challenge. Um, so when we started, uh, we were looking 
not only for uh, sales, of course, in the US, but we were looking for a team to put around us, as in an accountant, an insurance broker. Um, in America, very different to Australia. You've got to be registered in each state that you sell out of. Need so we needed a team of people uh, to support us in that. So uh, whilst we say that Google is an absolutely wonderful thing and you can jump on there and have a look at what it is, it's, you, you also don't know who you're dealing with. And so Paul and I, my business partner, we, uh, we thought where else would you go but to your B&I app or uh, to have a look at who's in the area. So we found out that Delaware was the best state to have a company in. Uh, so the, the first port of call was just to ring a BNI director in BNI, uh, Delaware Valley, on the east coast of the US, and that was our starting point. And this wasn't a, your original plan because you wanted to bring these uh, mini bikes into mini BNX bikes into Australia, but you actually you actually were uh, you couldn't because the Australian license had been taken up. The Australian license, and it happens that the fellow that owns the Australian license is now a uh, a very close friend because he only lives a couple oh, about forty kilometres down the road. So we spend a lot of time with him. So the bikes are now in the USA, uh, New Zealand, parts of Europe, North America with us, and we've just been offered an opportunity to expand into Asia, which is absolutely amazing. Well, I did my research on this, and if you don't see, um, we'll give you a website a plug. It's wildcatmini.com, wildcatmini.com. Have a look at these things, and uh, kids, adults, and all that get on these things and do tricks on at skate parks and all this sort of thing. They uh, they look pretty wild. I don't think I'd get myself on a... I'd end up with a broken collarbone or something. But... <laughs> I've got a son that's six foot four, and he rides one around, so you certainly could. Oh, I don't even, trust myself. Really. I'm not even going <laughs> to yeah, open that at fun. home. All my kids will want one. Yeah, um, yeah well... So so you, you, you built up all this based on one overseas director contest contact so so tell us how that went so so what we did uh dana gallagher her name was and we said we're looking for those three people to help us out uh we got referred to an accountant who was part of the mainline two chapter over there a bloke called edward kane and uh he, he's been absolutely wonderful to the extent that we've actually gone and stayed with him while we're over there so um uh, we've also visited his chapter over there, so we had a chance to promote our bikes in, in his chapter that had 70-odd members in Philadelphia. So um, the, the people that, uh, as I mentioned, that the, the registrations over there are mind-boggling what you've got to do in each state. So we had two other companies, one called B Corp, so the lady from B Corp's also a B&I member, and then, of course, you need your public liability insurance and all that, and the... The person that talked us out with all that is also a BNI member over there, so it's been absolutely brilliant to to use people that we trust 100%. So yeah. one of the mottos we use in BNI is local business, global network. So yeah. you've really you know lived that motto, and what a lot of people don't realise is we're in 70 countries around the world. So if you have aspirations to actually you know deal with businesses around the world, you know there's there's BNI. In most developed countries, there's, there's B&I people you can actually yeah. deal with and, and and leverage that opportunity from. Uh, and using the B&I system, it's as easy as a quick email to someone to ask them whether they can help you. So it's not as if it's a complicated process. 
Clearly, there's no borders in terms of um, the amount of business that you can do from your local BNI chapter. I mean, clearly, you've gone global, which is unbelievable. Yeah. Just this morning, I was having a conversation with a visitor to our own chapter, and we were talking about the benefits of knowing that each of the members in the room are there to make you look good with your clients and look after your clients. So for us, particularly a very trade-heavy chapter, you know, Brent, often it's hard to get a carpenter to come for a smaller job and they often don't come up on time and you hear all of these different um, complaints about tradies. But yep. when you're part of a B&I chapter and you are looking after a client and you give them access to your tradies in your chapter, all of a sudden you find that you've got this trusted network of people that you can rely on, your clients can rely on, and that you know are committed to doing the right thing by you. Yep. So going globally, how important was it to know that the people that you needed that you hadn't met that were on the other side of the world were people that you could trust? I think once we... Um, well, there was a couple of things we found out that... Number one, the B, when you talk to a regional director, or I'm not even sure they're called regional directors, they're hiding that over there, and then all of a sudden another person we got invited to meet um, was on the BNI, I can't remember what it's called now, the the, um, the charity that we've got running worldwide. I forget what it's called oh, now. Oh, BNI Foundation. BNI Foundation. One of the fellows that we've met over there is one of the directors of the BNI Foundation. So... When you start checking out, and you do, you check out who the people are and what they've done. For example, our accountant was an advisor to Bill Clinton. So whether your political persuasions go that way or not, it doesn't matter. (laughs) You're all of a sudden, you know you're dealing with someone that knows what they're doing and has got high ethics. Well, that's another really important point for people listening on. Get online and fill in your BNI Connect profile because, you know, you can... Yeah, people will have a look at that first to actually judge you on that and what you've done, a bit of your bio, uh, what you're looking for. Put a picture up there so they can put a a, a, a face to the name and a business logo. Make yourself look professional and uh, people will more likely actually use you if if that's well done. Put your LinkedIn profile so people can go and have a look at that and see what you've done over the last 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. Great Mm. advice. So, yeah, we had the opportunity that we actually had a lot of information that the three three or four people that we've met so far, we've had a lot of information and background on what they were, and, and that's been fantastic once we've been introduced to them. And I mean to say, we the regional director said these are the people you need to deal with, which was a fantastic referral for them as well. Well, usually the regional directors know who the... Uh who the real superstars are in the region because we oh, keep track of our numbers at a regional level as well. That's it. And their regions, as we understand, are a little bit bigger than ours too. Mm. Yeah, well, they have been going in that area for another you know, 13 or 15 years more than a we region. have in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. So, and look, as we expand into Asia, we, we will reach out to people in those countries as well too. So, so the, the world's our oyster now that we've, we've got a... Uh, a referral network on tap throughout the world for us. Well, that's fantastic. Richie, can I just ask you a question? Um, as a, as a, what did you call him, an old sea dog, did you say? Yeah, crusty old sea dog, they call us, <laughs> us old B&I members who have been around since the dark ages. Yeah. So I'm not going to refer to you as that, but let's just say as um, someone who's been in the B&I network for a very long time, yep. what would you say to members that possibly have got a little bit stayed in the way that they used to do things? So we still, I'm guessing we have some chapters still using the slips. 
Um, and hopefully everyone's gone They're on to be like that. Rare, by this. It is rare. It took a while for our chapter, though, to cross over because there were some people there that liked doing things the old way. So what would you say to anyone who's possibly been um, in the BNI network a long time and is finding it a little bit more difficult to come over to using the app, using BNI University and doing things um, the new BNI way? Great, great question, V. I'm, I've look, got a good one every now and again. You're on fire. Yeah. <laughs> look, the bottom line is you'll fall behind if you if you don't use those. You, you'll find, uh, well, I mean, say in our in our chapter, it's it's mandatory that you use the app. We we do actually have paper slips, but only for the reason that that's how we draw our draw pipe, our um, door prize every week. So it's not a slip as such. It's just it's almost to tick it into the draw. But apart from that, we have to use our app. Nothing else can be used. So, um, look, look, if you keep up, it, it's like anything, whether it's your job or whether it's BNI, if you don't keep up to date with the training of what you're doing in your job, you fall behind in your industry. So, BNI is no different that if you don't keep up with the advancements that BNI is offering us, you, you'll fall behind and you won't be as an effective member. Well, we get people who have been around for a long time and we invite them along to come and do Member Success Program again and they go, well, I've already done it. Well, dude, well dude, you did it eight years ago. Things have changed a bit. Yeah, so... Yeah, you know, wouldn't you like to be brought up with, to speed with you know with how things we do things now? And usually they come out of those programs, they go, "Wow, I learned so much." That's it. And I'm really going to change the way I'm doing things because I'm yeah. I'm leaving money on the table. Yeah, most definitely. Or or, or they're not even. Uh, it frustrates me when people don't know what they are making out of BNI. I mean, say we're a givers gain concept. I understand that, but we should also know what it's worth to us. Or if it's worth nothing to you, why are you there? Or what what have you got to do to make sure that it is worth you being there? Well, we're a marketing program and you should yeah. actually keep track of, of how much you're doing through BNI and measure your marketing so you know it's working. You Much know, definitely. It's, it's and uh, insane if you the don't. app tells us that now yeah. too, doesn't it? Absolutely. And it's one of, that's one of the great innovations where you can actually look up the app and say, hey, you know, I made X amount of dollars in the last 12 months out of this. Yeah. It's huge, isn't it? We yeah, had awesome. a um, member this morning that did a presentation. As you know, we get we have presentations every week through, from yep. our members. And what a superstar. She brought 11 visitors. Whoa. 11 visitors. So obviously visitors are like the Achilles heel for a lot of members. They find it yeah. uh, the most difficult thing to do. That is um, huge. It's 11 for one presentation. And I pulled her aside and got a photo. I'm, I'm big on making a fuss about people when they do an incredible job. Mm. And I said, uh, Jasmine, Jasmine Barnard is her name. I said, how did you bring 11 people this morning? And she said, well, it was in MSP. She said, I listened to it and it said, send out 20 invitations to bring people to your presentation and I thought to myself I've done MSP face to face and I've also done it on university I wasn't listening for that I was listening for all the other bits and pieces but how wonderful is that that a a member can have that kind of success just because she took notice of the details a fairly new member a very new member who doesn't know any different and she's already got her quota for the year on visitors yeah and a a lot of those people may have been clients but they Whilst she may have provided a service to them, they may not have fully understood until this morning what she actually did in her, in her job. Yeah, and you're spot on. And the level mm. and the depth of relationship she had with those people who came for her today yeah. uh, and possibly a couple of very, very good quality members are going to join our chapter because of today. Well, what That's probably awesome, gets overlooked is out of those 11 people, there's possibly 11 
new clients for anyone in the room. That's exactly right, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's, that's a magnificent effort, isn't it? So just to wrap things up, and uh, this has been fantastic, Richie, even better than I expected today. So what would be your one tip for success in B&I? Uh, look, the one tip for success is get to know your chapter members. If you yep. don't know your chapter members by doing one-to-ones, you will never succeed. So the, the other thing that I've taken out of it, the biggest thing I've always taken out of it is create relationships, whether they're business, whether they're personal. Create relationships because once you've got a relationship, you can most certainly refer to one another. So um, what would be your tip to set up a one-to-one with someone? What do you actually do? Do you go up and, and uh, speak to them at the meeting? Uh, I, I just simply, yeah, what day are you free? Yeah, pull out your calendar. We want to meet. What, what day are you free next week? I'm coming around. It's the best way to do it. You know, don't don't say, hey, any, I'm free. Anyone want to do a one-to-one? Come and see me because they yeah. don't. You've got what to go and ask Yeah, That's great yep. advice. That's great advice. Well, thank you very much, Richie. It's been a thank great you. chat. Um, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing story on leveraging the B&I Network and your journey. And um, I hope I didn't insult you by calling you a crusty old sea dog, but I, I was <laughs> yeah, all right with that because yet. I call I myself be. that. Yeah, we, so, all, uh, we all want to be like you, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> no problems. Thank Thanks you. for having me. That's awesome. We'll see you next time we're on the Sunshine Coast. Thank you Thank for your time today. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Veronica. Thank you. What a fantastic story. And as someone who hasn't been in B&I that long, I just love the idea of being able to say, 20 years up the track, how this has worked for me and how much I love being a part of it. But the education, like it always comes back to people love the education we do. And a lot of people like pay at lip service and yeah. say, oh, yeah, I don't really need that. But, uh, you know, successful people, they learn. So the question of the week that I never give you any um, notice about oh, yes, is yes. actually in around MSP on university. Yes, member success program. Member, member success program. So a member actually sent in a message to the Facebook page can you please ask Brent why I need to do MSP on university when I've already done it via face-to-face training? Well, on university, you'll find things that probably weren't covered on face-to-face training uh, because you're focused on the on the on the on the one thing. And uh, you know, we are so lucky to have been on university. Like that is the the pinnacle of adult learning, and it's been designed so adults can actually take in the information and. You know, with smart, the smartest people from around the world have been put together to, to put this together. And, um, you know, you'll get things out of it that you may have missed in face-to-face training because there are other distractions, etc. So, um, and we can't cover everything face-to-face and, you know, and we have a time frame where we can actually fit it into. And the great thing about university, you can go back and, well, I didn't really take that in, you can go back and do it again. So, um, and it has quizzes to make sure you understood the information. So, you know, for um, Member Success Program, which is a part of the curriculum, people think, oh, it might take me too much time. It's eight modules, and typically I see people finish in about two and a quarter hours. But you can, it picks up where you left off. So you can do 20 minutes, and if you get called away for something, you can come back to it. So that's the great thing about it. So, and it brings you up to date with everything we're doing the best practice the current way. And just what Richie said is just really sticking with me. You don't want to get left behind. And I think if there are members there that feel that they don't need to do something because they did it 10 years ago or five years ago, don't get left behind because some of these new members are coming in and they're getting a really good grasp of what B&I can do for them, how they can work within the system, be really successful, and that is by keeping up to date with the information. 
Absolutely. You really got to keep up to date with information. And we we're talking about, you know, mobile phone apps like 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be getting, you wouldn't be listening to this on your phone um, if you were still using a Nokia 3310. Because <laughs> you couldn't do podcasts on that or apps or anything it like that. It wouldn't look so, very stylish so, either. So, you know, you, we need to keep up with information. We need to te- keep up with technology to keep pace, especially in business. Like if you're not in business, well, who, who really cares? But in business, you need to keep keep up. Yeah. So I just like to ask you, Brent, what is your tip for the week? My tip for the week this week is dress for the referrals you want. Okay, so what we've got to remember when we're presenting our business, especially at a B&I meeting, people's perception is their reality. So if their perception of you is messy, unprofessional, um, for a business meeting, that's going to affect the amount of referrals you get from the group. So their perception of you is their perception of your business at the meeting. So I'm not saying to everyone, wear a suit along to the meeting, because that's not you and it's not your business. But when you come to the meeting, um, wear a, be neat, be tidy, be presentable as you would if you were going to go and see a client. And if you're going to see a client in a polo shirt, you know, have a clean one on. You know, I see tradies come up in their shirts and they're covering you know, stains, etc. Keep a good one when you go and buy them. And change into your dirty one when you leave the meeting. Just keep yourself presentable and dress for the referrals you want. And, you know, for ladies in the room, you know, don't dress as if you're going to a nightclub. If you want to, you know, be respected as a business person, dress as a business professional. And you'll get the referrals you want. You'll be respected by everyone in the room. So, you know, quite simply, dress for the referrals you want. Um, You don't have to wear suits, but, you know, keep neat and tidy. Yeah, clean shirt, you know, and you can change after the meeting if you go have to go and do something dirty. I think that's actually a fantastic tip for all of our members. Uh, I just want to say thank you, Steve, to our podcast producer for making sure everything ran smoothly today. And uh, we've got another podcast coming at you every Tuesday, so please be sure to listen to this one. Share it with all of your friends, family, business associates, and anyone who you think might benefit from being part of this incredible network here at BNI. Thanks, V. Thanks, Steve. We'll hear from, or hopefully you'll hear from us next week. 